You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Welcome on in, everybody, to another edition of the Porpoise Pod. Brendan Tobin here with you alongside my co-host, Alejandro Solana. What is going on, man? How are you feeling right now? Uh, how could we not be feeling great? I, I think every Dolphin fan should be feeling amazing right now, Tobin. Ike, where were you when you got the news of the Jalen Ramsey trade? Because I think the first place I saw like rumblings about this was uh even though it's rumbling i saw like a pro football focus put this out as a suggest uh suggestion on one of their blogs and then lo and behold like three weeks later here we are they actually i think at the time it's just like a second round pick for it dolphins end up getting it for a third round pick and hunter long who never played and they got one of the uh, the most star-studded cornerbacks in all of football so uh where were you when you got the news I was sitting on my couch doing a little prep for the heat game. And my first reaction was fleeced him, which is what I think I texted you fleeced him. And then I said, all right, let's, let's, let's let this sit for a little. Let's see how this plays out. And my reaction all these days later, fleeced him. Uh, Chris Greer at it again, baby. The shepherd dude. He just takes his shears out there and he takes wool off of these sheep. That's what he does. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it, it is great though, man. Like, look, you think about the situation that they had last year at cornerback with Byron Jones, which is obviously taking a lot of twists and turns, some unfortunate stuff for Byron Jones. It sucks to hear that he's in a lot of pain and that he, uh, doesn't seem like he can play football anymore, but the Dolphins didn't need to move on. They did need to, uh, to find a fix. And you're talking about a guy who has been, the leader of, you know, two championship caliber defenses, one, 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 almost one, one. And especially the idea of like, you know, you need some support, some real support for Xavier and Howard. And I feel like that is what Jalen Ramsey is going to bring to the table. The dolphins immediately have a top five, um, you know, cornerback room in the NFL immediately. And, and that's not even considering the fact that Nick Needham, could end up being back. I know uh, a lot of people, um, you know, have their doubts how he'll look this year just based off his his injury. But man, like the, the the Dolphins' defense, we talk so much about Vic Fangio, right? And how how is he going to be able to implement his mastermind uh, defense with this Dolphins? How is he going to take that next level? And you're just making it easier for him, right, Tobin? Like it, you're you're adding this player who we know. And everybody wants to talk about, oh, he took a step back last year. doesn't matter. Like, he was still rated the number three cornerback in pro football focus. Um, and and you don't need all pro Jalen Ramsey. When you have Xavier Howard, who 
we would both agree probably also took a little bit of a step back last year uh, from, from his all-pro days. And then Jalen Ramsey on the other side, you still have two elite cornerbacks in the NFL. Are they at the level that they once were in their absolute prime? Maybe not, but both of them together, like good luck to any quarterback who has to line up under center, look up, and he sees Christian Wilkins, your boy, Sealer and on up uh, on, on the front line. And then on the outsides, it's Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. Good luck. It's uh, it, it, look, they're going to give Vic Fangio all the pieces. It's not surprising. Like the guy's not going to take the job if he's not going to get, uh, you know, some star power in here. He's, he's going to get all, all the tools that he needs. And Jalen Ramsey, you know, it, it's not it, maybe he's taking a step back, but this is a guy who's also still very much, I think, in his prime. 28 years old is not uh, ancient for a cornerback. And. You know, I think one of the things that I like about it is he he and Xavier Howard are, are, are they're two ball hawks, dude. Like, you yeah. know, one of the things with Byron Jones, never a guy who could really get you turnovers. Like he was a decent cover guy. You know, he did his job. But one of the things that really stood out about him when they got here is, holy crap, this guy gets like no picks, no interceptions. So, yeah, that was certainly a struggle at times last year. This is a Dolphins team that couldn't get turnovers. I do think Ramsey helps in that regard. And man, I cannot wait for the bleep talking. Oh, man. <laughs> As if this team didn't ruffle feathers enough. You're talking about bringing in one of the most notorious bleep talkers in all of the league. Has already called Josh Allen trash. Yeah, it was four years ago, but who cares? Best locker room in the NFL right now. Tyree Kill, yes. Jalen Ramsey, like it, Christian Wilkins. Yep. It's up there, man. It's a, it, it feels like a team that, yeah, because Christian Wilkins is a, listen, I'll say it, he's a dirty player and I like it. It just is what it is. Javon Holland, kind of a dirty player. Like Javon Holland, he'll, 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 he'll launch his ass at you because you want to know why? Because the snowman don't play. He's abominable. He goes across that middle. He's going to launch himself like a missile. So they got a bunch of dudes that make it uncomfortable for you guys to go out there and try and make plays. And this isn't even talking about the two monster pass rushes you got with JP and, and Chubba Dub Dub. So like I'm I, I am hyped for this for this defense, man. And, and it is, it is, it is looking stacked. It is looking exciting. And you know, we talked about, you know, they, they underperformed last year, but they certainly also had some glaring holes in that secondary. And and with those things looking like they're gonna get shirt up, uh, really, really exciting. The, the holes really did, you know, you could argue come from the injury though, right? Like Byron Jones missed a bunch, uh, didn't play the entire season. Brandon Jones goes down. Nick Needham goes down. Think about this. Like, I mean, you were relying on Cater Kohu, who had a heck of a season, undrafted. Right. But there's only so much you can do with a guy who's undrafted. Like, there's only so much you can rely on him. And he clearly exceeded expectations. But like Eric Rowe, at the, towards the end of the season, um, he, he was – a playmaker for you on the defensive end. Uh, and, and, you know, now if you can get Brandon Jones back healthy, who, you know, is telling us on, on social media, like everybody's forgetting about him. Yeah. Um, I felt bad about that. You saw Especially that, the, that post. Yeah. Well, yeah. For those who don't know. So like the NFL, they posted like this graphic of snowman Jalen Ramsey and X and let me see if I get this here so I can get the exact thing. It was like Holland, Ramsey, 
Howard. The Miami <laughs> Dolphins secondary is looking scary. And it's a graphic with like all three of them. And oh, it does look scary. And Brandon Jones, he just says, hey, little Waveski. You know, he wants that attention. So it was, uh, you know, a little not like, hey, I'm still here. Look, he he impressed, but he is coming off an ACL tear. And you're wondering what that is uh, going to come in. There's definitely been some, uh, I at least would say from from the player's side, there's been some Jordan Poyer flir- flirtation going on. The former, uh, well, the, the, the Bill safety, who seems like he's going to be a former Bill safety very soon. And so you think about Brandon Jones is out here like wondering, well, the Dolphins going to try and replace me. He's coming off of injury. Do I fit Fangs' system? But I will say, uh, Javon Holland did tweet out in support of him. I'll take Brandon Jones 365 days, 24-7. Those guys are really close. So not a surprise that Snowman's going to stick up for his guy who who he has a close relationship with. Tobin, like how many – it's a wild conversation to have because last year you go out, you bring in Tyreek Hill, and we already know what the Dolphins had with – Jalen Waddle, right? And then we prior prior to the season playing out, we were all saying, I mean, the offensive, uh, the weapons around Tua, uh, Mike Gesicki, we know that didn't end up panning out, but just going into the season, right? Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Mike Gesicki, Cedric Wilson, and we were saying, well, it's still a defensive team. That's what we all talked ourselves into. This is still going to be a defensive team. They just added massive firepower with Tyreek Hill on the offensive end. And then as the season's playing out, you're realizing, okay, the defense has taken a step back. They've regressed. Whether it was injury, whether it wasn't, the bottom line was this was a team built around their offense, and they were winning games mostly because of their offensive production. And I think going into this next season, that's how a lot of people will still view the Miami Dolphins. Tua Tungavailoa, if he can stay healthy, you know that offense is going to produce. But guess what? We have a real conversation again. Is this more a defensive-heavy team? or an offensive-heavy team, and that's a wild conversation when you have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle on the offensive side. But I think there's a fair argument to say now, because of what you just added with Jalen Ramsey, the, the defense may be the stronger part of this team. Well, they have their personality. Like, I think that's the thing. You know, defenses can be very anonymous, and there's only, you know, a few guys around the league that, that definitely – we'll have people talking about defense. I mean, hell, in fantasy football, you don't even draft players. You draft a team. And so it it is one of those things where, yeah, offense always gets the clicks, always gets the attention. But Jalen Ramsey will be one of those guys who will give you attention. Like, you know, bet when they have those Bills games, people will bring up those Josh Allen quotes from years ago. It's a division rivalry now, and they got to face twice a year. I'm sure he's talked trash about Aaron Rodgers. I haven't even looked at I'm sure it's, you know, once he becomes a jet, I'm sure that's going to be there. And even though he hasn't said anything about Mac Jones, because why would you care? He will trust me. He will say something about Mac Jones and it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to have, uh, you know, Jalen Ramsey put a little bit of a bullseye on the, uh, the defense create a lot of pressure. Cause you want to know something. It's exactly what Tyree kill did for the offense the year before yeah. is, is to let you know that they're the truth. They're going to be something. And I think that Jalen Ramsey is going to bring a lot of that because I remember seeing that with Jacksonville. It was it was very known. I think in, in L.A. it was a little bit less because, you know, that was kind of Aaron Donald's team and they kind of went as he went. But even still, you know, 
the cockiness never stops with Jalen Ramsey. And I don't want to make too much. I don't want to put too much into this, but I do think it's important, Tobin. The same way you you could have said about Jimmy Butler coming to my to the Miami Heat, where it was on the record, Jimmy Butler wanted to be in Miami, right? Like you were getting a guy who bought in to what you were doing here in South Florida, who bought in to the identity of that organization. And he put it out there. I wanted to be in Miami. This was the organization I always wanted to go to. And based on what we're hearing from Ramsey, he wanted to come down here to Miami. And I, I think that matters, man. Like Pray you're not getting, it, right, right. Like you're not, you're not getting a guy who is just ending up here because his team traded him. Like you're getting a guy who said, I want to go play down there with that head coach, with that defensive coordinator, with that roster. To me, that matters because it's it's somebody who's going to buy into what you're doing and you're going to get the last couple years of his career. You're going to get a guy who's completely bought in to, uh, to, to the goal that this team has, which is, and our conversation on our last episode, do they feel like the window is now? It's been answered. Oh, yeah. and, I, and I think Jalen Ramsey knows that, which is one of the main reasons he wanted to come here. Yeah, for sure. And I think that that is, that's been very noticeable is that people do want to come down. Look, it's not, it's a pretty awesome place to live for anybody who doesn't know. So that you have that, um, you know, the other free agents have been known. Yeah. The state tax is pretty great. The facilities, you know, it's all, they did this players association report card. Dolphins got rave reviews all over the place. By the way, yeah. get your act together. Ravens and Cardinals. What the hell? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely been a thing is that you've noticed. I mean, like the Heisman Trophy winner came out and said that he wanted to be in Miami, you know, so like they they have an it factor. They have a cool factor. I think that uh, people want to be around, which is a really, really awesome thing. Uh, in addition, on the defensive side, they brought in this David Long Jr., who candidly, I didn't know anything about up until them signing him Solana. But I look for two things when I don't know of anything about somebody. How is the fan base that he's coming from reacting to him leaving? And then uh, give me some cool stats. And so both of those things were uh, were in the positive side of the Dolphins. A lot of people saying the Dolphins got a slam dunk value signing here in David Long. Um, the, the Titans fans seem pissed that he's gone. I saw something from Warren Sharp that said, like, his the, the team's record without him in the Titans, that is, is terrible since he became a starter two years ago. So he, let me see if I get this from you. Uh, here it is. David Long, this is from Warren Sharp. David Long, sneaky underrated signing. Changed the perspective of the Titans D when he missed games. Since becoming a starter, the Titans went 20 and seven when healthy, but three and 10 when he was not. Five and a half million per year, if healthy, is a robbery. Now, he does mention that. He's had some hammy injuries. I believe he took some uh, criticisms from Mike Vrabel that he was a uh, a repeat offender of soft tissue injuries. So we uh, we know uh, somebody like that, like Devontae Parker. That yeah. was a thing. Yeah. But this is my favorite thing because I didn't know this was a stat. He's number two in run stuff rate, which – Holy hell. What the hell is that? I don't know, but it sounds great. <laughs> Here's my only thing. By the way, I do love that stat. Absolutely. Run stuff, right, dude. And I did the exact same thing you did, which was just scour through 
Titans Twitter to see how they were reacting because you lose a good player, your fan base is going to be pissed. They were right. pissed from what I saw. Like this was this was tough for them. And and for the amount of money Miami gotten him for, by the way, like it, it appears to be a steal uh, for when he's healthy. Here's my only thing with obsessing over him being a run stuffer. Yep. You know, the AFC East, Tobin, you got Josh Allen, and you're probably going to have Brett, um, Aaron Rodgers. Whoa, what am I doing? Aaron yeah, Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, it's same, understandable. Same thing. Uh, you're you're going to have him pretty soon. Do we really need any more run stuffers? I mean, we're pretty much set with Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer. Like, if there was one really good part about our defense this year was stopping the run. I, I'm not hating on the signing. I'm just saying, you know, linebacker is a position of need for the Dolphins. I saw Jerome Baker and Duke Riley, who's coming back as well, get yep. toasted a couple times in the secondary last year. And now you have to face Josh Allen twice. We know that. And you're going to have to face Aaron Rodgers potentially twice as well. I, I just feel like they should prioritize, you know, a tight end who could cover or, or a linebacker who could cover a tight end every once in a while. That's all I'm saying. I got you. But um, look, I, I think that, you know, you're talking about the uh, it's a bit of a value play for them right now. They've obviously had their big ticket item and you do have to find some bargains. You know, you do yeah. need to have a couple of guys that, you know, you uh, you are, are are buying somebody here. Look, we've seen this with the with Chris Greer. Chris Greer is not afraid to sign guys with an injury past. Uh, you know, Bradley he, Chubb. He, it doesn't matter. Bradley right. Chubb, Teron Armstead. He even mentioned this with Tua. You know, he's like, you know, eh, you know, it's a concern, but guys bounce back. Like Chris Greer always is going to go talent. Like he's not a guy who's a big. Uh, availability is your best ability though he believes in the other abilities and hopefully he'll be available and you know people can disagree with that or or you know understand it but that is what it is with this gm he he will roll the dice on somebody's durability in favor of holy crap he looks really talented uh we'll get to the other side of some of the signings including uh the the most puzzling thing going on so far with the dolphins free agency and also, these Jets, what the hell's going on with, the, with their quarterback situation? That's when the porpoise pod swims on after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back in, everybody, to the Porpoise Pod. As free agency, we are in the midst of free agency. As a lot of action happening these first few days for the Dolphins, bringing in Jalen Ramsey, signing David Long, Duke Riley is back. A um, couple of things we should get to here, Solana. First of all, going into the weekend, we got the news of uh, Tua's fifth-year option, um, which you know I, I know stunned a lot of the football world, even though the general manager and the coach have both been on the record multiple times saying their quarterback, uh, they believe in him. Uh, the coach is actually on the record with microphones and cameras and everything saying he wants Tua to be the quarterback for a long time. And so I know that this was a huge shock to a lot of media people. 
But Solana, the Dolphins, kind of putting a bow on this uh, Tua controversy for right now, uh, even to the uh, the boldest of skeptics. There was a Tom Brady story, and then apparently he has a cat now. There was uh, all the Lamar Jackson I'm speculation. I, let me just say, I'm very disappointed in Rich Eisen. You know, I thought Rich Eisen was one of the good ones. He seemed to be, you know, remember he got uh, in it with Mike McDaniel as uh, Mike got the job. They had yeah. a little buddy buddiness at the combine disappointed in you rich eisen you changed what the hell's he doing with with the brady stuff what the i hell's like he doing? i don't like it i don't lazy i expect that from a florio not you rich eisen the second tobin the second daniel jones got that contract 40 million a year whatever the hell it was i thought i mean chris greer and mike mcdaniel can't call up Tua and his agent quick enough to get right. him with that fifth year. Like that, that was the, and I know a lot of people felt the same way. You risk, if Tua does end up this year, staying healthy and playing that well, you risk having to pay him that and probably more next year. But now, I mean, you've got him under wraps. And, uh, and, and I, I think, bro, that, that was a no brainer. Like it was a no brainer at that point. It's such a weird thing, man. Like, look, I'm not a guy. Like, I like Tua. I really root for the guy. I, I, I like Tua. I think he's, if you're a Dolphins fan, he seems as likable as it gets. I really don't get the weirdos. I get these wacko textures rules. I hate Tua. I can't wait for him to fail. I don't think they're Dolphins fans. I don't know. They just like maybe they just like being right. I'm not telling you you can't have concerns with Tua's health right. or that you're not convinced yet. But there is just uh, if you're seeing the quarterback market around this league right now, it's crazy. If you're the the gold the golden Willy Wonka ticket in the NFL right now is the a good quarterback on his rookie deal. Mm -hmm. If you can elongate that for an extra season, it's dumb not to go and pick up that option. This is just smart business. So Think Tua's mediocre. Think he's a system quarterback. Okay, fine. But is it a better option than signing grandpa at 50? Is it better option than signing some dude who's on spirit quests? Is it better business than giving? And I like, I love Lamar Jackson as a dude, as a player. Is it smarter than giving Lamar Jackson 230 million guaranteed with and his two, injury past? And two first round picks. Right. I might add, like you were going to have to 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 compensate the Ravens that, so you you add that on to what you were about to have to pay Lamar Jackson. It was just it. This whole thing has been lunacy for me from the start. It, it is a weird thing with him that I don't quite understand why yet he has become one of the chosen media buzz athletes. I don't get it. It's weird, but he is. It, we are here with him. And, but this one to me is just, it, it was such a no brainer that the organization was telling you the whole time. So obvious, but I thought we should at least uh, mention it because it was big news going into the weekend. My only thing, Tobin, with what the organization was telling us and uh, prior to Mike McDaniel getting here, they told us things in the past that were wrong, that weren't true. They told us they weren't going after Tom Brady. Well, guess what? We learned they were. They lost a the first round pick over it. Right. And 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 Deshaun Watson, same thing. How many times did Brian Flores get up and and do his best to to not commit to Tua, but kind of 
dodge well, the that, question and avoid it. That was the thing that sold it for me the most, though. Like, I could tell, like, coaches lie. But Brian Flores was a terrible liar. <laughs> and Chris Greer, he also must be a terrible liar. Because when that whole Deshaun Watson thing was going down, that dude didn't do any media. Shut down. Not a pre- not a press conference. I was going to that facility for the, a lot of these things. Not a peep from him until it was decided. Until Deshaun Watson's whole thing was settled and they finally discussed it. This was a complete 180 off all that. All, all of the public opinion was. All I needed to hear was when Mike McDaniel told you, "I spent six months, my first six months of this job, convincing everybody this guy's good." You don't put in that much work into something like that. Have a relationship. And think, I'm ready to jump off the ship and hire Tom Brady. I just think that was weird. Yeah. I'm, but, I'm, good. I, I, I was just going to say, like, if you if the Dolphins would have tried to have sold me on Tom Brady, let's just say these rumors were true. Like, I, I, I don't think I could have been sold on Tom Brady at 46 years old replacing Tua. Like, you, you want to go trade for Lamar Jackson? I could be sold on that. You want to try to bring in Aaron Rodgers? Fine. I can be sold on that, even though he's trying to replicate the same team he hated in Green Bay. I don't get that. I know we're going to talk about it. Very strange. I can be sold on that. You're selling me on a 46-year-old Tom Brady? I I wouldn't have been able to, to wrap my head around that one when you have a young guy who gave you your best offensive season when healthy since Dan Marino. That's a fact. So I, I, I just I, like it, it never made sense to me, the Brady stuff. And the only way I could have processed it would have been if Tom Brady really wants to be within the Miami Dolphins organization. Hawk explained this to me. He said, if Tom Brady wants to buy into this organization, right? He wants to be an owner eventually. And by him coming here, it ups the value of the organization, which it would have just simply by him joining the team, joining the roster for a single season to be Tua's backup, then I fine. But you're telling me Tom Brady's going to come out of retirement again after sitting on a sand dune in sunny aisles to be Tua Tungabailoa's backup? First of all, no. Second of all, the second Tua throws one interception, you know what's happening. Yeah, all of no training, it, it just it didn't make sense. None of it made sense. I, I'll hear it. Look, if Tua does have concussion issues this year and he can't go. Uh, yeah, I will totally buy that. That Tom Brady thing is a call away and that he's going to be swooping like Superman. Would it be, but would he, it be the worst break glass in case of emergency, but I'm no, just saying, but that's, that's sort what of it's understanding, got, right? But that's what it's going to be. That's yeah. what it's going to be. All right. I'll hear that out. If we're yeah. talking to dramatics and, and back against the wall and you know that then, okay, we're not going to go all respect to Pembroke Pines legend, Mike White. You know who? Why did WFAN kill him? That was very strange. They killed him with the with the with the. Why? The angel why? Wings? Why did they give him angel wings? Very bizarre. Very, very strange bizarre. behavior. Uh, I do want to get into Aaron Rodgers in just a second, but uh, on, on to wrap up the Dolphins and what's gone on in free agency so far. I do think the last sexy thing that everybody was kind of looking forward to was there's a lot of star running backs the Dolphins were tied to. Mm-hmm. There was some Dalvin Cook fodder. Nick Hicks, who's to his trainer and Dalvin Cook's trainer, he was sending out cryptic tweets. Uh, Barry Jackson was saying that the Dolphins had checked in on Austin Eckler and Derrick Henry. 
ultimately right now, it seems that Dolphins are going with the same backfield, which by the way, Chris Greer did also say at the combine, they were very happy with. So this Chris, Greer, he'd been honest as hell in public with everything. Yeah. Um, bringing back Jeff Wilson jr. And Raheem Mostert on very reasonable deals. Both Mike McDaniel guys, Raheem Mostert's basically his best friend, Jeff Wilson. He basically scouted in college. So he knows these guys in and out. Enough for you? Because I was a little bit disappointed after all the star power. I, I like these. I I like these guys, but I you know I'm a greedy pig, and I wanted kind <laughs> of a I wanted a star splash. And Dalvin Cook coming home that spoke to me. Derrick Henry, 1,500, 1,600 yards rushing last year. That would have been amazing to add on top of what they had. Are you okay? with the Dolphins running it back with their running backs. Here's what I'll say. You dangle a little Derrick Henry rumor at me, then a little Dalvin Cook rumor, then yeah. Austin Eckler rumor, and then we end up with Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert again. It's very raw right now. Like it's, I, I, I am a little bit let down. I will say this. They were clearly better towards the end of the season last year. Tobin, yes. remember that run? from Raheem Mostert in Buffalo, not in the playoffs, but in the regular season on, I think it was Sunday night or Monday night football, whatever it was like that was, or Saturday night, actually um, that, that like to me, that type of run is what you need. You need those types of plays every now and then so that the dolphins don't have to go convert third and 13 every bleeping possession, but they clearly improved. Jeff Wilson immediately made an impact prior to getting yep. injured. And I'm fine with it based on, the contracts based on the money you allocated to them because you didn't overpay. You got two guys you're comfortable with, two guys that are comfortable in your system. And here's what I will say. Down the line, the Dolphins, they have to pay Christian Wilkins. They have to pay Jalen Waddle. Like all those guys, all those deals are coming up and your offense is not going to turn into a run-first offense. Like it, uh, you bring in Derrick Henry, fine. It would be, but... That I, I don't think that's ideal based on what we saw last year if two is healthy. So mm -hmm. I'm not I, I wasn't a poet like bring me Derrick Henry, bring me Dalvin Cook, bring me Austin Eckler. I'm happy with the Dolphins spending that money elsewhere, especially down the line when it comes to paying some of these guys that I don't want to lose. Well, Zach Steele is another one too, right? And he's a Rosenhaus yeah. guy, uh, which Jeff Wilson is too. We know that Chris Greer has a really tight relationship with Rosenhaus, who's local. Uh, down here in, in, in Miami. So that could be another tie to it too. Like, Hey, take care of my guy, bring him in. Let's give him a deal where he could make up to $8 million if he has a monster season. Um, yeah, I get it. I just, the one thing with this running back thing, man, is just like, it feels like it's been so long since they've had that, that beast back that there. Horse. Yeah. And look, doesn't matter. I mean, they're going to try and get the ball in Tyreek and Waddle's hands as much as possible. Obviously, Mike McDaniel wants a little bit of a mix of it, so maybe it's wasted down here. But it did feel very much like, wow, there is a lot of noise, and I was expecting like a big splash. And you know, they kind of just like mm, we're not going to make our splash there. We're, maybe their only splash will be Jalen Waddle. I mean, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Oh man, I'm sure that's going to be like the hundred. I'm sure I'd do that a hundred times a season between him and Jalen Phillips and <laughs> Jalen, Jalen Phillips. Waddle. Yeah. Too many Jalen's, but um, I was just a little bit. Yeah, I was a little bit let down. I thought we were going to be uh, sounding the orcas. You know, I thought the things were going to get uh, real crazy here. And there. But but as you mentioned that, here's the other thing that could happen with Byron Jones. His money doesn't come free until after June. 
maybe a couple of things happen. Maybe they find a back in the in the draft they really like. Yeah. Maybe uh, after the draft, maybe more uh, maybe more moves are out there. Something that's a little bit better uh, of value or a little bit more to the liking because apparently the rumor, the word on Dalvin Cook was the Vikings just aren't ready to move off him yet. So they're probably we're trying to hold strong on a big on a big uh, haul back. And if you're the Dolphins, I can understand. It. Like, look, we feel fine. We're not desperate for it. So why 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 jump in that water yet? I just think they're they have their sights set on bringing back Patrick Laird. I, I really have oh, that, wow. that down down in my uh my gut. Patrick Laird could season, be right. baby. You could be right, dude. You know what? Right Dalvin that one Cook. Down. Dalvin Cook would have been. Oh, nuts, that would have been cool. And Eckler, just just for the sake of like just take the Chargers, the yeah, yeah, just take yeah. him and, and and put up better better numbers. Um, all right. Finally, before we get out of here, uh, Aaron Rodgers. We're airing this. Uh, we're doing this Tuesday night. Aaron Rodgers has his uh, appearance with Pat McAfee tomorrow. Uh, I believe it's at one o'clock. I fully expect him to announce that he's going to the Jets on Pat McAfee's show. Oh, Let's wow. just assume he's going to the Jets. Um, it's hilarious. There was a like you you made reference to it. Uh, there was a report today of a wish list where he wants Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis and strangely Odell Beckham Jr. is on that <laughs> list too, which. You have Garrett Wilson. I don't really understand the need. All right, but what are you? Uh, what what have been your thoughts on on Aaron Rodgers soon to become a Jet? Does this make you nervous at all? A little. I mean, it, it, if you're not a little nervous, I think you're naive because I get it. Rodgers wasn't the same guy last year. Okay, blah blah blah. We've heard it a million times. Uh, the Jets are good, man. Like they are. I hate to admit it. F the Jets forever, but they're good. They're a good young team. Um, and bro, like you bring in Aaron Rodgers and it's Aaron Rodgers, you yeah. know, that, that's kind of where I'm at. Here's my thing though, Tobin. And I didn't even think about the Pat McAfee show. He's you're, you're you hit this on the head. He's going to announce that bleep tomorrow on Pat McAfee. I thought it was today. I was like, isn't he on Tuesdays? I said, I was like, oh, I, I thought, cause I thought during our show today, I was like, oh, he's going to announce not Pat McAfee show, but it turns out his appearance is on Wednesday. So no, yeah. it's definitely happening on Pat McAfee. Show, it, it, sure. it's, it's happening for sure. Here's my thing. I never put it past the Jets to Jet. And everybody's saying, this is done. This is good. This, this is happening. And I think it is happening. But it also wouldn't surprise me if Ryan Tannehill is the Jets starting quarterback in 2023. Wow. I got to tell you, honestly, if I'm Pat McAfee, I'm having a talk with Aaron Rodgers tonight. And I'll be like, hey. Don't come on my show tomorrow if you don't know who you're coming. If you if you don't know a team, because the Pat McAfee is big enough now where it's like he can say, "Hey, Aaron, don't jerk me around here, okay? <laughs> you don't come on tomorrow. You're gonna give me some ayahuasca answer. You, you you better you better say whether you're a New York Jet or or you're staying with the Packers, okay? All right, talk to you tomorrow. That's that's how that conversation goes. So I uh, it, I I. Look, you got to give it some respect for sure. But I am with you. When you say it's going to jet-jet, I feel like it could be even a more publicized almost Russell Wilson. Like, it could be. It could be that big of a flop. Or it could be amazing. I don't know. I feel like there's no in-between there for the Jets. Um, One last thing I wanted to touch on before we get out of here, dude. Uh, Mike Gusecki, eerily quiet. Not a rumor. Not a peep. Nothing. Is this a tight end thing? What do you make of this? There has not been 
any I haven't seen him anyways. The only uh, Darren Waller got traded to the Giants today. Uh what the hell? What, like what, what nothing with Kaseki? Uh, you're shocked though? I'm not. I'm not a surprised little bit. at all. I'm not I thought because... I would have thought he would have had nine teams lined up for him already. No, I, I think he has New York Jets written all over him. That's what I've been saying the really? entire time. Yeah, like I just think that's what's gonna end up happening. But Tobin showed that he has a massive hole. He can't he can't block. Period. End of story. The Dolphins literally did not use him because he couldn't block. So you know if Mike Kosicki's on the field, guess what? This is a passing play. Um, and he's not really like a top tier free agent. He's a good weapon. We know that we saw it firsthand, but he's not a top tier free agent. All the moves right now, for the most part, are all, you know, the high end free agents. Mike Kosicki thought he was probably going to get a crazy amount of money. And that probably hasn't happened. So he's just waiting out all his offers. He's trying to go out and get the best offer possible. You don't put any uh stock into what Mike McDaniel said, right? A couple of days ago where he's like, yeah, that door hasn't closed yet. I don't know. I mean, like, look, if it's okay. if you're Mike Gusecki and the the King's ransom isn't out there for you, uh, even if it is on a two-year deal, you know you love living down here. We know he loves Durham Smythe. My God, does he love Durham Smythe. So yeah, maybe not. I don't. It sounded like he said goodbye, but I just found that odd. Like, wow, there's not a, there's not a, there's not a tweet. There's not enough. There's nothing about Mike Gusecki out there. That's that's crazy. That you know, we've talked all this time because we've all said he's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Well, all right. Well, when's he going? We're, like, he, there's not a no, no. There's not a gauged interest. There's not a has made contact. There's nobody's yeah. made inquiries about Mike Mike Gusecki. That's it's true. just very strange. There's not a, a liked tweet. There's not an Instagram. There's nothing. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen a Dolphins Reddit, Dolphins Twitter, Mike Gusecki. Nothing. Weird. I, that just, is, I, just I, I didn't even think about that. Like, there hasn't even been a rumor. No cryptic tweets. Nothing. Yeah, that, that's that what I'm, I, that I'm not odd. saying. Like, okay, he hasn't signed yet. Maybe there's not a type. But not, not a visit? Like, what? what is that? That's That's what's been strange to me. Do you want him back? Yeah, if the price, if it works, if <laughs> it, it, I don't see I, the only thing that's weird with Mike Gusecki, because, yeah, he's a really likable guy. I don't. Uh, and are we supposed to go into this with Tanner Connor? He did flash in camp. But like, I, I am wondering. Uh, yeah, what, like I don't understand quite why him and Tua just never seem to sync. That's strange to me because, you know, whenever Tua's hurt, Mike Gusecki seems to ball. It's a very strange thing. I can't put my finger on it. Scientists are still out uh, trying to figure out why this happens. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I find it very strange. There's been nothing on him so far. Hmm. Tomorrow morning we're posting this. There's going to yeah, be he's going to have signed. signed. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to make a killing from, like, the Cardinals. <laughs> All right, man. That's our porpoise pot, everybody. Uh, if anything else crazy, we'll uh, fire this puppy back up, and we'll talk to you next time.